0: Best in the League is an independent podcast and our opinions do not reflect the views of our employers. Hey everyone, welcome into episode four. That's right, four of Best in the League. We've made it this far. It's quite an accomplishment. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Penhalo, and along with me is my brother from another mother from the great white north, Tom Gazola. What's up?
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: What's going on, man?
1: Berta baby, uh, not much man, oh, Berta it's <laughs> Berta's back, wow, just busyness, like trade deadline, all that stuff, kind of uh just lots of games going on, I'm on my way to New York City right away here, yeah, so uh,
0: I know this is the uh the podcast that's uh about hockey that's not about hockey, but I do have one thing I'd like to start the show off with, um, I just wanna, from my own personal self, want to express my uh excitement and uh thank David Backus and Dan Heinen for everything they've done um over the last few years um personally with me and for me they were two tremendous human beings that I enjoyed being around every day um they're now in Anaheim and I wish them the best and uh I know Danton's listening so Danton thank you so much for uh, your support man like we're really uh really pulling for you I know you're gonna do great things out there in Anaheim bud
1: that was beautiful
0: it's uh, when you get traveling with all these guys and you're together for a long time, especially on the road when you develop a lot of bonds and share a lot of memories along the way. So, you know, I just want to give my best to uh, Danton and uh, David for for everything that they've done uh, for me over the years.
1: Nice touch, Mike. I like that. It is true. When you're traveling with the team and you're always around them, uh, it, you know, you get tired of them, they get tired of you. But at the same time, like everybody appreciates everyone, especially when you have a good crew and uh, you being part of a organization that goes through a lot of success and enjoys more ups than downs you certainly build those bonds so uh nicely done pal that's a great way to start this episode
0: thanks tom i i know that uh by the time this airs it'll be a little bit in the past but um, i i might actually be seeing them by then in uh in anaheim so um anyways i i just want to get that uh kind of out of the way because you know this is the show that's not about hockey but is about hockey but it's not about hockey so today's topic: <laughs> best restaurant in the league, and I think it, it's so hard to narrow down just one. Tom, I, I know that uh, our guest today, uh, Chris Westcott, dear dear friend of yours, yep. especially uh, me. I'm just I'm getting to know him more and more, um, just through ta- talking with you and working with you over the podcast. Uh, he's given uh, a lot of good feedback on the show, and I'm um, excited to have him on today.
1: So am I. Like uh, he's a uh, he's gonna find you're gonna find out he's a beauty, and uh, he truly was. Basically, he became like the fourth Gazola brother or I guess the third because my one brother lives in Vancouver, Mike, so we don't get to see him very much. The actor, actor Mike. The actor Mike, that's right. But Westcott's time here in Everton was uh, fantastic. I lived in the same condo complex as Westcott when I lived in Oklahoma City. So him and I go back a good 10 years now, and he's got great stories. He's a funny character, good times all around.
0: Really appreciate him coming on in a bit to uh... – Defend his title after a uh, segment two where uh, Tom went on a little bit of a spree.
1: <laughs> oh, hey man, I'm just speaking truths here.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the, we're talking about restaurants and cities. I, I, I mean, there's got to be so many different places that uh, we can go off on. Totally. Um, I mean, I know for you, um, you get you get to go to a lot more places on the West Coast. So, what are some of the maybe not in Canada, maybe somewhere like. If you're going to like L.A., yep. Like, what's what's your kind of go to dinner spot? Because I always have trouble, like, because when we stay downtown in Los Angeles, I have trouble finding places near the hotel that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go here. Right, but, uh,
1: and in that L.A. Live, like you can just go to like uh, Yard House, and uh, I think there's a nice Mexican restaurant around the corner, but it's all right there, and and you're not really hitting up like the one off spots, but I do remember. In LA, close to LA Live, I think there's a place called Pantry that is fantastic for like breakfasts. And it's like okay. only cash and it's, it's ready to, it's like home style. And your food's ready within like 10 minutes of ordering. Um, and it's coming out sizzling and it's, it's just really quickly you're in and out you're in and out they're moving you quick like there's a massive lineup uh that's always a good spot and then like west coast i always got a kick out of this place especially when we stayed in anaheim when the orders would play the ducks so we'd be stuck in santa Ana, and we would always go to this place called Boudin. and they, they it's like a bakery slash soup and sandwich place uh they yeah. baked all their uh breads and their cookies and stuff great soups Amazing sandwiches, good salads, very fresh. I loved it. And then just the other day, Jack Michaels texted me from L.A., and it was a pregame meal, and he did not have the pregame meal at the arena. He sent me just a picture of his uh, sub from Jersey Mike Subs, and I know— Jersey Mike's, that's me, baby. I love Jersey Mike's, and I know in Canada we don't have Jersey Mike's, so it's a bit of a treat, and Jack and I are tradition whenever we're— in the LA area or the West coast. Uh, if we spotted a Jersey Mike's, we'd make a point of going to it. So he sent, sends me a massive, uh, hoagie that he probably woofed down in like 10 seconds flat because that man can eat. <laughs> and just those, those memories are always great too. I know we'll talk about in and out later on with Westcott, but Penzi, I love in and out. I uh, make, I could probably eat it like five times a week. And I know it's not good for you, but it's so delicious. What do you mean it's not
2: good for it's, you?
1: It's good for your soul, just not for your body. If you're trying to maintain oh, okay. a European trim fit physique. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I
0: think that's your. I think that's your other signature line outside of burn a baby. It's the uh, <laughs> European
1: trim fit physique, which you always claim to have. I need to hammer that image home for our, our listeners. Uh, so when they see photos of me, they're like, Just hey. chiseled abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna photoshop a picture of you just like on like a Uh, bodybuilder no 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 no, because i'm built like a distance runner of course and that's that's essentially the european trim fit physique but i just need our female listeners to know yeah i've got i've got the abs i've got everything that you could hope for uh that sounds really desperate (laughs) (laughs) but jack got got me on the chicken romano so anytime we're in san jose we always went to cheesecake factory Chicken Romano or Original Joe's if you're at the Fairmont downtown. Um, original yeah, Joe's? Yeah, so good. It's Italian, but delicious. Delicious. Classy Italian joint, if you will. And uh, I like Maggiano's. I know it's a chain as well. Maggiano's, but it's yeah. It's so good.
0: Oh, yeah. Maggiano's. Yeah. Baby. Capital
1: Grill, if you get a chance to go there. Del Frisco's. Oh, yeah man like you can't go wrong uh morton's if you're into steaks like i mean yeah those are those are kind of like you're you're just high-end chains
0: that are um really really good for um your seafood towers and like team meals and stuff like that like i know you're not a big seafood guy but i mean those things are impressive to look at right yeah like you gotta i I
1: do admit it and uh i love those spots i know they're chains but every time i went to one of those being a canadian because we don't have them here in Canada, it's always a treat.
0: So I, I was just trying to remember the place that I went a couple of years ago when we were at staying at the JW in Santa Monica. There's this little like restaurant down on like the waterfront, but it's like a it's like a quiet little place. I I remember we were in there, and uh, we were going to film a segment for uh, Behind the Bee, the the TV show that I do with the Bruins, and. Uh, it was, like, me, uh, Joe Morrow, Frank Vetrano, uh, my boss at the time, Eric Tosi, uh, Ryan Spooner, and I-, I think it was it was us, and we are just kind of filming a segment of some of, like, the, the younger guys on the team, like, on an off day, getting breakfast, you know, and going for a walk down the strip there. And uh, we were inside the, the restaurant, and obviously we're in L.A., right? So everyone is just assumes everyone's famous if they look mm-hmm, famous, mm-hmm. right? So, so we're in here sitting at this restaurant and then, uh, one of like the, the bus boys comes over and he goes nightmare. And, and like, we all just kind of look around Frank Vitrano, The guy is like trying to get Frank Vitrano's attention. He goes nightmare. Frank looks at him like what? Oh, aren't you Diego Sanchez? Like talking to Frank Vitrano, And I'm looking at a picture of Diego Sanchez right now. And I was like, I can see like where he got it from. So this guy comes over and like, Frank's like, no, sorry, I'm, I'm not I'm not Diego. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, from then on for the like the rest of the season, um, we would just call him the Nightmare, like Frank the Nightmare of Toronto, just because he had the uh, Diego Sanchez uh, doppelganger syndrome going, so it was pretty I funny. Love it. But uh, Tommy boy, I know we could go on for days about this topic, best restaurant in the league, but I think we need to bring in an expert, Chris Westcott from the New Jersey Devils, and uh, we'll get right to his interview right after the sneak peek of his very own queso recipe. Are you hungry? Hey, I'm starving! Where's the food? I'm so hungry! Johnny, where's the food at? I'm starving. A bunch of your friends hungry too, but you were a dumb-dumb and forgot to make anything for the big game? Well, lucky for you, Penzi and Tom of Best in the League have teamed up with Chef Quesky, queso extraordinaire. Now, introducing Queso a personalized queso recipe tailored for any occasion. Stay tuned to Best in the League on Twitter and Instagram where you can find Chef Quesky's Queso recipe so you can finally feed your degenerate friends who couldn't bring a dish to pass. So no more tummy rumbles courtesy of Chef Quesky's Queso, only found here on Best in the League. Follow Best in the League on Twitter and Instagram and listen in on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about damn time. That's 10 cents, Canadian. Chris Westcott, New Jersey Devils reporter. Is that the proper term? Or how do I introduce you? Just legend?
2: Uh, ma- <laughs> legend is good. Wait, wait, uh, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. He's going to say <laughs> management. Oh, wait, here it comes. <laughs> I'm a manager of digital and social for NJD.tv. Oh. There's your intro. Compliments it's, to me. It's Tom, so,
2: uh, it is so good to hear from you again, Tom. I love you so much. <laughs>
1: I love you. You better pick me up from the airport on Friday.
2: Uh, Well, I, okay, Friday. Yeah, I thought you were coming in on Thursday, bud. Oh, wait, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I'll pick you up on Friday. I'll pick you up on Friday for sure. Guy doesn't, buddy doesn't even know his own oh, flight my... schedule.
1: <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day.
2: To answer your question, uh, I'm manager of content of the New Jersey Devils, as Tom said in a great voice, by the way. So, yeah. He does really good impressions.
0: I mean, you kind of sound like that. Oh, yeah. I know.
2: I know I do. I got to hear my voice played oh, back to at me. all
0: <laughs> It was weird. It was weird. You sounded like Eva Gazzola there.
2: Oh, Eva! Tommy, Tommy, don't forget your your lunch today.
1: <laughs> i I didn't need a lunch today because we had. Like a million different uh, takeout options dropped off to the studio. Oh, Tommy, amazing. Tommy, don't... I don't think I'll have to eat for a week. Don't eat
2: those uh, sandwiches, you'll get fat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he does a better Eva impression than you do, Tommy.
1: <laughs> Eva considers him like the fourth son, so... Oh, man. Uh, she, they know each other well. <laughs> I,
2: lo- I, love the gazo- I love the
0: gazolas. I think my favorite part about Eva's character is that nobody knows who says the voice. People think it's, like, actually her then some people think it's me like nobody ever suspects that it's tom which is absolutely hysterical i was talking to my neighbor uh yesterday and he's just like wait that's tom's voice i thought it was you man
2: and i was like no well to- tom's family is like my, my family mom- too like eva's a- eva's amazing so if she's listening to the podcast i'm not making fun of her love eva love oh, Reno. you know i even like paul I like Mikey. I, the only one I don't <laughs> like is Tom.
0: And that's why we brought you on because actually you have a little bit of redemption, don't you? After a couple of episodes ago, I believe it was episode two, of, uh, best in the league. Uh, Tom and I, uh, we didn't, we didn't exactly, uh, I wouldn't say make fun of you, but we, uh, we had some jokes at Chris's expense. So this is your chance. This is your chance to get back.
2: You guys are gentlemen for having me on for the rebuttal, but Tom is completely accurate. When I enter a hotel room, it's like a bomb goes off. <laughs> yeah. I can't really redeem myself at all for that because it's, it's the truth. I mean, I've gotten better over the years since Tom and I used to room together every once in a while. So now it's not as bad, but when i was working with tom i'll have to admit pretty messy
1: it was amazing because like we would walk in the room and you would always just take the window bed <laughs> and i didn't care quite frankly because if i made it back to the hotel room that night i i felt lucky that i actually got back on time but <laughs> he would like open up his suitcase and it would just it would, it would be like spring loaded it would just be like boom <laughs> And all these clothes hanging everywhere <laughs> so wait and just uh, an absolute mess
2: true 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 to a point but it wasn't me picking the window bed i was just giving you the bed closest to the bathroom because your hair routine in the morning takes so long i just want you to have a head start buddy
1: <laughs> oh my goodness what a lie and then Okay. Oh, wait, wait, but, wait, wait, but wait. One second, my... let
0: me mediate really quick, Tom, before you okay. come back into this. So, Chris, just uh, can you give a little bit of background, just uh, who you are a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, where you're from?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I spent about five, it might have been six years in Edmonton um, with the Oilers, and I worked with alongside Tom. I was uh, the head writer for Edmontonoilers.com for all that time. Uh, I did some on-camera stuff, too. Um, and then also, uh, I moved on to the Chicago Blackhawks last year for one season, um, as their manager of content, um, as I kind of tried to, I believe I met you. Yeah. yeah I believe I met you that year. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> story. Time. We gotta, we gotta tell that story. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that one
0: right after you're done.
2: And then, uh, I moved on to the New Jersey Devils this year to reunite with my old boss, Tom and I, old, old boss and friend from Edmonton, and now I'm manager of content for the Devils, and uh, I do some on-camera stuff still, mostly live shows, Um, every once Mm -hmm. in a while I'll fill in at a practice or a game, but it's mostly trying to further our live stream, and um, all the editorial staff um, and reporters report up through me, and I'm also in charge of the social media department as well. And kind of liaison with the marketing departments and stuff. So kind of a bunch of like cookie jars, right? Hands in a bunch of cookie jars at the moment.
0: How do those cookies taste? This is a uh, Best Restaurants episode, so food is related. They're delectable. Good cookies. Um, And then where are you from originally? I'm originally from Rochester, New York. Okay, so Rochester, New York, not Canadian. So two Americans versus one Canadian. Yeah, once again on this episode. Gang up on him and then I sp- We'll get another Canadian on for you one day, Tom. And uh, uh, as
2: You a, know
1: what? That's fine, you guys.
2: <laughs> as a uh, Tom likes to as a Tom likes to say and and Jack Michaels our good friend, I spent my formative years in Oklahoma City. So, <laughs> from Rochester, New York, spent my formative years in Oklahoma City and then moved up to Edmonton for my first big league job.
0: Big league, baby.
1: <laughs> like, Westcott was great. He's, he's knocking it out of the park with— uh, He said was great? <laughs> Hang on. Let me finish. He was great, and he's knocking it out of the park now with NJD.TV. But I'll tell you this. When we finally brought him on with the Oilers, I had known him for a couple of years already with the OKC Barons, where he kind of worked his way up there. But I remember one time he's like, well, I'm from Rochester, but, you know, I went to high school and and, uh, college in OKC, and I kind of have like a New York OKC accent. And he's saying it with this southern twang. (laughs) He's like, I kind of got an OKC New York City accent. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? You sound like you're you just eaten some tots down at Bricktown (laughs) Brewery, and you had nothing but queso and fundito dip right right before that. Ooh,
0: speaking of queso. Whoa, 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 whoa. Speaking of queso, we actually uh, are going to bring on uh, one of Chris Westcott's uh, famous queso uh, recipes uh, in a little bit. What's that called again?
2: Quesky queso, according to Tom. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it is so good. Do you like to be called quesky or no?
2: I don't mind it. You know, like uh, I've had a lot of nicknames over the years like in Oklahoma, they call me New York. I've heard Westy, Wesy, Wesky, and and now Questy. So I got i I've heard I've heard it all. Uh, every you know. And what does
0: Quesky uh, come from? Is it just? Chris it's Lescott like when you CCC? have
2: your your emails, and it's like your first initial, mm-hmm. and then your last name. But Questcott is like too long, so Jack Michaels <laughs> and Tom Gazola started calling me Questy years ago.
1: <laughs> and in Edmonton, there's a large portion of Ukrainian uh families here and every last name is either a Chuck or a, a Ski and ski. so to really make him feel incorporated in Edmonton we just threw in the Queski. So that's <laughs> like how it. it all came oh. to be. Yeah.
0: There you go. I like that. That's see yeah, that's yeah. a good little backstory instead of just, you know, hearing the uh just Queski all the time. Now I actually, you know, have some meaning to it. I like that. All right. And uh um, <clears throat> So, Questie, should I get into the uh, hilarious story about how we re-met in uh, Winter Classic last year uh, in Notre Dame?
2: Yes, please. And don't mind, if I interrupt you, it's for imagery purposes.
0: Oh, no, I would encourage it because those make the best stories. <laughs> okay, go on. So, once upon a time on New Year's Day 2019, Mike Penhalo, working for the Boston Bruins, uh, had a, I guess you'd call a social meeting or a production meeting with uh, all the club digital representatives. So it was myself and then Eric Russo from our department. The Blackhawks had a plethora of people there. They had like six or seven people at this meeting. And then just like Russo and I showed up. Let's like for the sake of the story, let's just call it a 10 o'clock meeting. (laughs) So it was a 10 o'clock meeting. So we get like Russo and I get there right at 10. All the Blackhawks people are there. NHL uh, representative is there.
2: Wearing some outstanding all-white Boston Bruins. Winter classic, Michelin Man, Stay Puff Marshmallow, glorious winter coats.
0: <laughs> oh baby, dude, I use those to uh, shovel the uh, sidewalk in front of my house too. <laughs> I blend right in; no one sees me though. That's the surprise one you I'm... don't
2: blind your neighbors. Uh,
0: so, so anyway, so yeah, we're wearing these massive Stay Puff Marshmallow uh, jackets that the uh, NHL so graciously provided us, and they were they were awesome. So uh, Russo and I walk up, and we see the group of people and we're like, Oh, Hey guys, like remind you, this is the day after New Year's Eve. So like, you know, we're everyone's just kind of like, you know, feeling good and tired and awake at the same time, excited for the day. So like I go over with Russo, I introduce myself to everyone in this group of people. And then uh, after I'm done introducing myself to everyone, I go, Hey guys, uh, does Chris Westcott still work for you? Or like I, he works for the, you know, Blackhawks now, right? And then uh, I just, I like see out of my peripherals, this guy like kind of raises his hand and he's like, uh, (laughs) uh, Penner. (laughs) Oh, Chris, what's going on, man?
2: In your, in your defense, in your defense, Mike, I, the previous time we had hung out, uh, I didn't have a beard or glasses. Yeah. So I, I, or a giant black jacket or a giant black anti stay puff marshmallow jacket.
0: Yeah, you were like you were like a tire. I was like the you were the tire, I was the Michelin man.
2: So like in in your defense, yeah, I look different.
0: So anyways, uh let's let's get to let's get a little bit to the topic here today, uh best restaurant in the league. And uh obviously there's a ton of places you can go um just anywhere and everywhere, but I know uh I know Chris um you have your own recipes, you make your own food, so I'm assuming you're a big foodie.
2: Big foodie.
0: Big foodie, what's your go-to dish?
2: Uh, I'm a big like um, Chinese food guy, um, or like Asian in like general. Americanized Chinese food,
0: or like Chinese Chinese.
2: Both, like uh, honestly, like anything kind of like Asiany. Um, you know, like I love sushi. I know it's not Chinese, but like dim sum. Um, big fan of like spring rolls, Vietnamese food. Um, just anything kind go. of like um, kind of like with a little bit of culture to it. But then again, I'm not gonna turn up my nose at a pepperoni pizza or a hoagie. Like I'm just a big foodie guy, but like if, but I'm, Maybe we I'm
0: get you like a sushi pizza.
2: Oh, I would actually try that. Ew. <laughs> I'd be in, I'd be into that. I had a sushi burrito for the first time ever, um, in oh, Toronto. Good. It was good. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it.
0: No, good for you. Good for you. Um, so uh, I sent you the rundown earlier and I said, hey, uh, I'm just going to say the word food town and see what comes to mind. And, and I'm assuming you have no idea what I'm talking about.
2: I have no idea what you're talking about. If you're telling me like to name a city that's a food town, like. No, 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 okay. no.
0: But I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you trying. So basically <laughs> food town is this magical place I go whenever I'm hungry. So I'll just be talking to a group of people, and I'll be like, all right, guys, I got to go to food town. Anybody want to come? <laughs> it's, it's simply just an expression of, hey, I'm looking for a place to eat. I need to go somewhere. Does anybody want to join me? And if they say yeah, they come along for the adventure, and they find food with me.
2: Oh, I like Chowtown.
0: Chowtown? See, you're
2: a Chowtown guy. Tom, do you have anything?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Tom,
2: if you could eat Donairs for every single meal, you would
1: oh no I, w- I couldn't oh. you know what Kueski I can't handle donaires the same way I used to when I was younger every now and then they're a treat to get but um, I can't I can't do it because like, first of all it's a lot of food and it just sits there but I mean if you presented me with a pasta dish preferably one that Eva Gazzola created I could eat that every day for every meal <laughs> <laughs> Eva how do you feel about that I love my boys, and I know I can always make pasta for Tommy, and he will never complain. <laughs> I love you, Tommy and Quesky and Mike Penzi.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so Chris, back to you. Obviously, you're in Jersey now. Um, you're a hop, skipping, a jump away from the big city, being New York. But what what can you tell me about Jersey cuisine, and what are some of the spots that you'll you'll hit up when you're in Jersey that are kind of? I'm assuming you're kind of near where the teams stay. Yeah. Typically yeah.
2: Or no? Yeah. We're, uh, my wife and I live in Jersey City. So we're just across the Hudson from uh, Manhattan. So like you can actually see the financial district and like the Freedom Tower and everything from like two blocks mm-hmm. away from us. So like, we're kind of like right in that area. A lot of uh, the younger players kind of live in Jersey City and Hoboken. So we're kind of right around that area. I'm about a 30 minute okay. train ride to Newark, which is where the team plays. But yeah, if you want to ask me about Jersey cuisine, I'm just now discovering it. It's crazy, but like they are nuts about three things: their pizza, which yep. is probably the best pizza. Like it's in, in Jersey, pizza is incredible. Bagels,
0: really? Jersey best pizza in the league. Wow. You're saying
2: there is there is an article in New York Times that says the best pizza in New York City is actually in Jersey City. It's at a place called uh, really? Pizzeria razza and that's actually like a. F- 10 minute walk from our place. It's really good. Um, really? I'm not, I'm not going to get time. into this, I'm not going to get into this best pizza I've ever had thing. It's really, really good. Um, pizza yeah. everywhere is a little bit different, so it's hard to kind of compare yeah. it. Um,
0: yeah. pizza. What's it called? Pizzeria what?
2: Pizza Raza, R-A-Z-Z-A. Yeah. You could Google like okay. New York times pizza Raza. You'll, you'll, you'll find it pretty quick. Um, and what kind of style is it? It's, uh, it's like uh, coal fired. Um, like real good Italian style, but like they say, the reason why dough in Jersey is the the best is because the Hudson County they use the water from the, the water. Hudson. Yeah, no, like no, the the clean the cleaning uh from the Hudson County water is like really really good. So it apparently it just makes dough really good, which is another reason why Jersey bagels mm-hmm. are the best bagels I've ever had in my life. And New Jerseyans are very proud of their bagels. And then third. New Jerseyans are very mm-hmm. proud of a thing called Taylor ham or pork roll. It's essentially the same thing. Taylor ham is a brand of pork roll, but like the 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 state is divided right down the middle 50-50 of people who like think it's called Taylor ham and people who think it's called pork roll. Either way, it's like a breakfast meat that you put on like a Taylor ham egg and cheese sandwich. It's very good. Uh Jer- New Jerseyans they go crazy for it. I'm just now discovering like how nuts they are about Taylor I Amber's just vocal. I just
0: learned the term New Jerseyans by the way. I've never heard this.
2: Oh, that's what I call them. I New hope Jerseyans. that's what they're called. I don't want to get kicked <laughs> out of New Jersey. <laughs>
0: well, it sounded official, so I liked it. Uh so so okay, so pizza, you have the pizza spot and it's pork what?
2: Pork roll. Pork roll. Or Taylor Ham.
0: Or Taylor Ham. Okay, but it's the same thing. It just yeah. depends where you're from. Perfect. And are there any particular spots that you go to get that?
2: Uh, no, not yet. Anyway, I haven't discovered my Taylor Ham pork roll spot.
0: But what do you call it? Taylor Ham or pork roll?
2: I don't want to get into this, man, because half my Twitter followers are going to be mad at me. And then the other half are going to be happy. Oh, oh snap. Okay, no, wait. I'll, I'll say what I think it is. So I think Taylor Ham is a brand of pork roll. So I call it pork roll. Okay. But I've been yelled at by okay. New Jerseyans. Because uh, they say it's called Taylor Ham.
0: Interesting. It's like the. Uh, in Detroit, they have like the Lafayette or American conies. And it's like a very, very split thing on which hot dogs, um, you know, better. And, you know, for the longest time, it's it's always been Lafayette coney dogs. But then I recently heard from my friend who was a lot, like a diehard Lafayette guy. He like switched to American. And it's all like family political base like it's this it's this wild thing that we can say for a different time but i'm i'm, I'm gonna stick with lafayette coney <laughs> island still so how about uh how about in rochester new york what was your restaurant growing up when you're a kid and you're like mom dad <laughs> let's go to applebee's or mom dad let's go here like what was your what was your spot
2: rochester is famous for two restaurants uh one actually has a location mm-hmm. just outside of prudential center dinosaur barbecue
0: oh oh yeah i know dinosaur but they have that in Buffalo too, right?
2: Yeah, they so they expanded. But Rochester is really known for uh, it's called garbage plates. What? The restaurant that it's famous, yeah, get ready for this. The restaurant that's famous is called Nick Tahoe Hots. It's one. It it's really good. I haven't had one in like, I don't even know, like 18 years or something like that, but I still remember like how good they are. And yeah, they're just, they look like garbage. I'll be honest. It's a big styrofoam <laughs> doggy bag that they, they give you like those to go boxes at restaurants. And inside of it is homemade, really good Mac salad or potato salad or both. Um, like onions, uh, they make their own in-house, like finely minced meat, like spicy chili sauce, which is like, a staple of Rochester anyway, that they put on like conies and stuff. And then on top you can get like burger or hot dog, like grilled and sliced, put on the top. And then it's like mustard or ketchup, like, you know, know, kind of stringing on the top there and you mix it all up and you eat it. And it looks disgusting, but it's unbelievable.
1: Weird.
0: Garbage plate, right? That's what you call it? Garbage plate, yeah garbage plate and this is only found in rochester or is this like a common thing throughout new york or where where, do I, where does everyone find this
2: just rochester from what i know i mean maybe some places have mimicked it but it, we it can started our, we
0: can have our listeners chime in and and give their two cents they might but nick tahoe's hots good to know that is actually a lot of fun fun trivia that i had no idea about pretty much any <laughs> of this uh, so this is actually really interesting to me so thank you for sharing chris no problem. And, and Tom is just so blown away right now. He's just sitting back in his chair thinking about what this plate looks like. <laughs>
1: yeah, I am. And, I, like, I would never get diced hot dogs on top of this garbage plate. I <laughs> go for the burger, obviously. <laughs> but I'm like, how does all of that taste good? And it, what do you call it? The trash can? Garbage plate. Garbage plate? Yeah. Like, that is so What do you call it? The trash it's
0: bizarre. can. It's because of a trash can.
2: It's because of the their homemade mac salads really really good but the the thing that makes it is that meats like spicy chili sauce that yeah. like mixed oh, yeah. in with the coolness of like the potato salad or mac salad or whatever it is and then you get the sweetness of like the ketchup and you get the saltiness of the hot dog or the burger and you just kind of mash it all together and for some reason it should not work but it does and no, it's it art it is art
1: I try it but Getting
0: back to uh to places that you know NHL teams will travel, um when you're when you're on the road, Chris, because I know you travel quite a bit. What's your what city are you like? Hey, I know that I'm going to this place tonight, and why?
1: <laughs> oh
2: God, ready for this list
1: because uh, it's
0: never ending. It's
2: never ending. It's every city. Like you're gonna throw. I throw need a top. Couple- I need
0: a top three at least.
2: Oh, top three. Uh, well, I can't really afford it on per diem, but like if there's ever like a, you know, you win a lotto ticket or something, or it's a big event and you can expense it, you know, with your crew or whatever it is. Uh, it's actually in Winnipeg. It's called a steakhouse 520 or 529 Wellington. I think it's called 529 Wellington. Okay. It's like in a house, like an old family's mansion. And it's like each room is like a private dining space for like parties like the kids' room or like the master bedroom or whatever it is, like, and uh, they bring out like a giant platter of like meat cuts, and they're like not like the plastic meat to like show what it is. It's like real meat. Like this is the cow that people are eating today, and here are the cuts. And he tells stories like it's from a farm like thirty miles away or you know whatever it is, and like they explain it. And you know his name is Kevin or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> and uh, they Great like
1: fed, lots of friends, very social. It's
2: it's probably one of the best steaks I've ever had. So that's good. And then I bet you Tom's already talked about this before. But Burns in Tampa is unreal. Ooh. Oh, so I haven't good. been
0: to Burns, but I've stayed across the street from there multiple times. I I heard that's just an unbelievable steakhouse. Like you need a reservation hey. like days in advance unless you unless you know some people. Yes. When
1: you have an entire top floor dedicated to desserts, you know it's good. Oh yeah. is that is that really the case? It's the attic, yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy.
2: Amazing. They have a pianist and like it's like a jazz like dark red light, you know, dessert space.
0: It's funny because you look at the outside of this place. It's the stucco material and it just kind of looks like it's been there since like, you know, buildings were invented. And then it's actually like this really, really, really like high end like place that you guys are describing. And I haven't been inside yet, but I, I know a lot of people have been in
1: there. And, it's like uh, a medieval castle inside. It's amazing.
2: You have to do the tour because what they'll do is they'll explain about the history of the place, but they take you down to the wine cellar, and I swear they've got like a bottle from the 1500s down there. It's it's nuts. They talk to you about how like to become a waiter, you actually have to be like a salad prep cook, a busboy, boy, um, you know, like, uh, you know, a wine person, a silverware person, and then maybe you'll be a host for like three years you it's an apprenticeship wow. program and you work your way up and uh it's pretty wow. incredible they've got like a they've got like an old popcorn roaster that they roast their own coffee beans in that's Ooh. from like the 1800s but it's really the experience and you have to do the tour if you go there burns in tampa it's pricey but do it it's 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 definitely worth it
1: it's all right tom's buying uh, that he owes me hey <laughs> by the way i'm gonna be visiting westcott i'm actually going to new york city for a wedding but uh, we have a couple of little spots we like to go to when we're in NYC. Yeah, what are, what yes, are we those? Kueski, go ahead. Go ahead, Queski. Are we going to go to La Esquina? Uh,
2: we might have to, yeah. That's one of my favorite little taco joints. Um, yeah. It's, it's actually three restaurants in one. It's like a diner, a cafe, and then the basement is like a really nice like sit-down restaurant, but they all have the same kitchen, and it's like really good. Um, should I tell the story of the Sex and the City bar? yeah <laughs> that's our spot we baby. know this
1: one though we know this one. Oh, you know this one Westcott well, can tell his version of it see if it lines up
2: uh <laughs> so like tom's like you know we're on the plane ready to land in new york he's like we have to go to this place we have to go to this place he's like it was on sex in the city or something he's like it's called it's the sex in the city bar or something like that and i'm like i've never seen an episode of Sex and the city i don't really care about it like my wife doesn't even like it so i'm like whatever He's like no you have to come with me and i'm like fine so we go and i walk in and it's like it's dead but the food smells good the cocktails are good so we kind of like he's like no just stay here and he's like all sly about it he's like just just kind of check it out just kind of just wait just kind of feel it out so we're there for like an hour it's still kind of dead i'm like i kind of want to like walk around hell's kitchen or you know do something else he's like no he's like no 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 just just wait like 10 more minutes like okay just so happens like it's 10 o'clock and I literally like look down at my drink and then look up and Tom's got like the biggest smile on his face and he's just beaming (laughs) ear like just ear to ear and I look up and it is packed like I don't know what (laughs) happened it's like they bust him in and like it was it was like it's like 90 percent women and Tom is just swimming through the sea and he's so happy. <laughs> and I'm laughing my I'm just laughing like it's just hilarious. Like Tom's so happy and I'm just grinning. And like all of a sudden the DJ just like pops out, out of the floorboards and it just it goes nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, What is pops this place? Floor. Like just uh. he just materializes and then all of a sudden it's just like this giant party, and Tom's like, You know Tom, he's all smug. He's like, I told you so.
1: And because it's the Sex in the City bar, all these women dress to the nines, and they go and they're—it's a night on the town. They're living the dream. They're living the Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, whatever the other two's <laughs> names are, uh, and and it, and you're just like, wow. And they're like very—it's a really cool spot. It's local New Yorkers. It, just, it reminds
0: and me of uh, what you're describing. Reminds me of uh, Cafe Napoli in uh, Clayton, St. or uh, Clayton, Missouri, right outside of uh, St. Louis. Right, 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 right. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Cafe Napoli, but that place in the summertime, it's pretty lively, and it's a nice patio on the outside there. So it's uh, good Italian cuisine there, really good eats. It's an enjoyable time. Tom would, uh, uh, his wife might, his future wife might be at Cafe Napoli <laughs> right
1: now, as we speak. Oh, is she from Texas?
0: <laughs> She's waiting for you, Tommy boy. Oh, uh, get me down there. Yeah, Clayton, Missouri is pretty much Dallas, Texas. <laughs>
2: do you want one of my 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 recent cheaper eats that like blew me away i just discovered this place in vancouver and i didn't realize that i liked ramen like i i've had ramen before oh yeah there's some good spots there yeah i've, I've had i've had ramen before but i've
0: never by the way quick shout out miku is the best sushi in the league in vancouver oh it's so so good miku I've... is unbelievable
2: their, their uh, crispy tuna is like oh yeah out of this world Oh my God, so I
0: know. Good. Sorry, we, that's a completely <laughs> different topic, but yeah. it is a really quick shout out for that place because that place has
2: amazing sushi. It's so good and it's close by all the hotels. Anyway, yeah, ramen. So I, I've i always been kind of like, I have been I, I want to like ramen, but I like the thought of ramen, but I had never really like, really, really, really liked it until I went mm-hmm. to Vancouver and we hadn't eaten all day and I went with my boss and Tom can attest, our boss, uh, you know, Mark Ciampa, he's a huge foodie and he's like, we have to go to this place. It's called Ramen Danbo.
1: Yeah. And
2: I'm I'm hungry, and I, I get cranky when I'm hungry, and I'm like, I don't want to wait in line like for when there's 18 ramen restaurants on this block. Like, let's just pick something and go. And he's like, no, we have to go to Ramen da- Danbo. And there was a line outside, it was a nice night. So he. Oh yeah. And it, and the line was kind of so moving just quick.
0: Like, just drizzling, just drizzling then. In just
2: slightly drizzling. <laughs> yeah, actually it was, but it was warm and so whatever but yeah so, no no it's a nice
0: like i that's the only city i don't mind getting rained yes go on exactly
2: so we're standing outside i'm getting cranky i'm like i don't want to go in there but like there's a line so you know it's good and it's moving so whatever so we stay in line and kid you not we wait an hour and i'm like okay i'm starving like let's just whatever i'll we'll finish waiting finally get inside go straight to the ramen bar top have the spicy ramen it was so good I was full, but I ordered more noodles because I like was oh. like, it's this is so incredible. Really? I discovered that night that Ramen Dambo actually has a Brooklyn location, so I'll be going shortly.
1: Oh, very nice. For those of you out there who are like me and do not eat seafood, uh, I recommend in Vancouver a great sandwich shop called Meat and Bread.
2: Meat and Bread? Yes. Yeah, it's a Canadian so chain good. and I- it is very, very good.
1: Oh, it's a
0: chain. Tom and his chain. It? No, it isn't. It's a is chain. It a There's chain? You guys want There's to know one my in... favorite Canadian chain? It's not in Berta, baby. Burda.
2: There's <laughs> <laughs> one in Calgary. What?
0: There's two in Calgary, I think, yeah. Wow. You liar. Hey, oh, you know what else is oh, a chain in uh Canada? Moxie's oh, baby. My
2: God.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, so so get this, get this, get this. So I understand why Tom has been um hating on my one of my favorite restaurants in the league. Um, uh, because I remember last year I went to, um, Moxie's in Calgary and was just like, Oh, like I'll go to Moxie's cause I see it. It's not too far. I'll go there. So walking into the Moxie's in Calgary compared to the one in Dallas and Toronto, it would be <laughs> like walking into a steak, sh- like a steak
2: shack. <laughs> yeah. It's very different. Then like the one in Dallas is like really, really good. Yeah. Have you um, been to the
0: one in Toronto?
2: You know, I, I tried to go in actually last time, but they closed at nine thirty.
0: <laughs> no, that does not sound like my spot. Jordan. <laughs> it was on a Monday. Jordan and D would not do you like that. The the uh the bar backdrop is all this foliage. So it's like almost like a like a rainforest like bar. It's pretty sick. And then there's like a the whole front area is kinda like the uh like the bar slash high top lounge area and then there's a a patio on the front porch so like in the summertime and early spring and late fall it's really nice because they like have that opened up so you get like a fresh breeze there's tvs out there so you can hang watch you know hockey or whatever sport you like and then if you want like a nice quiet dinner you can go to the back it's a good spot like I it's it's one of my favorite places to uh Go enjoy a uh, some dry ribs and a, and a nice cold steam whistle. But uh, uh. really quick back to Vancouver. So there's this spot in Vancouver. So there's this place called Alisa that we went. I, I I googled it while you guys were talking about Vancouver because we went there during the draft where I had the best wagyu steak of my life and i've had a lot of like it was one of those meals where you like you know you go in and it's like a a team meal yeah and they'll you know give you the whole smorgasbord and you know it has the menu that's like pre-listed for you and you pick like from that so i i I go and i order the wagyu steak and it was uh it was an unbelievable meal like i'm not even joking this is the best steak i've ever had i ate all mine and then ate all of like half of somebody else's because they were like weren't feeling well so I was just like, keep it coming. Like I could have had three more of those things. And like usually I'm done after like one fillet or whatever and some apps. But I just kept going. Like this steak was unbelievable. I'm not even kidding.
1: Chicago for steak. I
0: love Gibson's. Gibbies? Yeah. So good. What's the uh? What's the other spot there? Like Rue something or.
2: Rue's um, Chris?
0: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but something twenty one. Is it something twenty one? They have oh, like steak, an Italian steak forty eight. Steak Forty Eight is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. I've had that. Boys, I I, f- I remember the spot. It's RPM Steak in okay. Chicago.
1: Oh no, haven't been there. You guys haven't no, been I to haven't, RPM.
0: I
2: haven't been there. No, no. Nope.
0: Okay, so I I would recommend uh, they they also have an Italian um, location, but it, they're both very similar vibes and restaurants. You know, they they both provide uh, it's 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 more fine dining and uh, upscale food. It was two summers ago. We were in Chicago for the um, North American Player Media Tour. Patrice Bergeron wanted to take us out one night um, just as like, uh, you know, hey, like, thanks for, you know, thanks for your help kind of deal. So we went to this RPM Steakhouse, ended up <clears throat> actually running into my former boss with the Bruins who happened to work for the Golden Knights and uh, Flower. So uh, Marc-Andre Fleury ended up uh, popping down too. So is um me, my boss, my former boss, Patrice Bergeron and Marc Andre Fleury, and we had one of the best dinners I've ever had. At the end, I couldn't even tell you what this dish was, but they literally set it on fire. It wasn't like it was like a creme brulee on acid. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and like I have video of it, and I'll pull it with this clip. But basically, they literally took this giant cake-looking thing and just lit it on fire right at our table, and it was uh, one of the best desserts that. I never knew that I needed it in my life until I I witnessed it and had it and uh that was that was a that was a really really good meal. Enough about me and and my dinner. Um Chris uh really quick, I want to give you a chance to uh share your uh, Quesky queso recipe. Quesky queso. For sure. Let's hear it. Queso, 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 queso.
2: The funny thing is is like I don't know how it became a legend amongst my coworkers at every stop that I worked. It's so damn good. I, but the fun, I think it's because, and we could talk about this for a long time, but the, there's like a cheese tax, like a dairy tax in like Canada or at least Alberta.
0: Yes. So it's it's insane. It's crazy. But there's so many like cows and everything in
1: Alberta, especially. Yeah, there is. I don't know how it works. There's lots of taxes too, Mike.
2: Lots of taxes. So Lauren and I had never like experienced the like complete and utter lack of like really good queso. Because we came from Oklahoma where like queso is literally on every single menu, like <laughs> everywhere. It's it's crazy. And it's always yeah. different and it's always good. And like, so we were missing like Oklahoma, like good queso. And so I fried up some like ground beef, put in some like taco seasoning, like my own like mix of like, it was like cumin and paprika and garlic powder and, you know, chili powder and like a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. You could use like packaged taco seasoning if you want. Yeah. Um, And like a little cayenne for a kick, diced up like some uh, just a little bit of red onion, uh, kind of sauteed that up together, toss it in the crock pot, threw in some uh, fire roasted salsa, chopped up some fresh jalapenos, threw it in the pot. And then I just diced up some Velveeta cheese, which, by the way, in the States is like, what, like seven bucks for a big log of Velveeta. And in Canada, it's like 14 something like that it's crazy 14 canadians so it just equals <laughs> yes. right out it's the same price Fourteen Canadian, right? <laughs> <laughs> everything's so like that price when you're american and you go shopping in canada <laughs> oh, screw you guys everything's on sale <laughs> i just kind of slow i just slow cooked it for like five or six hours and we had like it was like a christmas party or something i, I want to say like eight canadians in our department crushed an entire crock pot full of queso in like 10 minutes flat To the point where, like, I had to like whip up, I had to like whip up more like snacks because we ran out of like the main dish. So now every time I have people over, uh, this is carried on now through Chicago and New Jersey. I have to make a pot of queso.
0: I love it. That's fantastic, and and we'll and we'll post that recipe when this episode airs. Just so, uh, (laughs) yeah, baby. Because I think the world needs to know this, especially our our Finnish listeners. I went over to Finland this summer and uh, ordered nachos. I made the mistake of having uh, bacon on these nachos as well. They delivered out like the like the cafeteria style chips, like you know what I'm talking mm. about? Oh no! But like yep. there was like big like random circles, and then they like <laughs> threw those down, and then they had like ice cold like cheese that they like drizzled on it, and then the bacon was like undercooked, like chopped bacon and I was just like
2: what is going on here.
0: <laughs> so so I I honestly think that we can if we can make the nacho market go crazy over in Finland cuz I I know that the Finns would love this dish. Like they they love
1: food over there and I think they would really really appreciate this. I went to Finland in 2012 for the World Championships. I was there for 2 weeks. They do love food. They love their beer, beer and wings. Uh, they eat reindeer meat, which is good. And long drink. Long drinks are unbelievable, by long the way. Long drink, yeah. Yes, it's very yeah, good. Yeah, it's like a gin-based drink.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's on yep. tap over there. They also, uh, Tuca actually owns uh, part of a long drink company over here. He, uh, he just fired that up this past year or so, within the past year. And uh, it's being sold all over the states, so uh, keep an eye out for uh, the finished long drink because it is quite a beverage, and you will enjoy it. It's really good. It's refreshing. It'll surprise you. Best served on ice, by the way. Best served on ice.
1: Yeah, and it was invented prior to the 1952 Olympics in Helsinki. I remember every bartender telling me that. And they're very proud of it. Yeah,
0: everyone likes to tell you the story. The The story is actually on the can, too.
1: Penzi, I, I got a burger. I was so homesick in Helsinki that I got a burger one yeah. time, like my last night there. Big mistake. Really? <laughs> Big mistake. I ended up just eating the fries. I think I had three bites of the burger, and I'm like... I had a good pizza when I was over there, actually. Did you? I, I thought the food was good. Yeah, no, the food was good. They, they good chicken, like, good chicken wings were
0: good. They're, they're like little chicken wings, but they're good chicken wings. Um and then that yeah, like I said, they actually had surprising grease wheels over there i was I was shocked by the pizza yep. game. We'll wrap this up with some uh some fud rapid fire trivia that i I kind of was just uh drinking a nice espresso and just kind of like getting the juices flowing here. so some of these may uh may strike you as challenging to answer, but we'll we'll see what you have to say. I can edit it too to make you sound like you're uh, more intelligent <laughs> <laughs> favorite place to eat on the road
2: uh Rodney's
0: oyster house in Vancouver, oyster house in Vancouver. Have you ever been in a food fight before?
2: I have not.
0: You've never been in a food fight? Uh, not even in, like, actually,
2: school? actually, yeah, I like a small one with my wife once. I think I threw some grapes at her or something.
0: Oh, that's that's not a food fight. You gotta count. get like the mashed potatoes out, the chocolate milk, like get it going. <laughs>
2: never been in that
0: though. <laughs> um, have you ever been in a real fight?
1: Yes. Questy's <laughs> pretty tough. Like he's a he's a bull man. Yeah,
0: natural. If you were a condiment, what condiment would you be, and why? Chick fil A sauce.
2: <laughs> Chick fil A sauce, oh, and why? Yeah, because uh, it's damn delicious, and I'm I like I'm that. Delicious. I like that. <laughs> 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 well, I wasn't
0: sure. Yeah, it was like animal style, you know, if you're on the West Coast.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's good too.
0: Like from uh, In and Out. All right, um so good. Th- actually that's a restaurant that we forgot to talk about, In N Out Burger. I love Everyone In-N-N-Out. loves going every to, time on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, West Coast, you gotta go to In N out they don't have those in Canada, do they?
1: No, it's only South Like Western I Canada? And it's no, 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 Okay, no, that's no, good. No, that's no,
0: good to know for anybody who's ever looking for an In N Out in Canada, you can't find it. Good luck, it won't happen.
1: Um, get the number two animal style, thank you. <laughs>
0: well what's the one it's like garbage it's like called like garbage style where basically um you take like the, they have the griddle right and you yep. they scrape all of like the excess like food and then they oh. put that like the black charred stuff like on the sandwich with it gross, gross. and like it's like in and out burger for those who don't know is basically known for having like their secret menu where you order something that's like not even on the menu and they like give you like the animal style sauce or pro- you can do it protein style and like all this stuff but it's it's not listed. So if you go there, remember these things because you'll be very grateful. Don't do garbage style, I wouldn't recommend that, but animal style you yeah, should definitely no. do. <clears throat> Next question. <clears throat> if you were elected mayor of Foodville, what would your first act as mayor be uh for the people of your town? <laughs>
2: Uh, uh free pizza every Friday. <laughs> free Pizza Fridays. Where would your pizza
0: be from? Would you make it yourself or would it be like a uh you have a spot? I probably you have one pizza spot in the world.
2: Uh I'm really into uh Buffalo style pizza. I really miss Lenova um takeout pizza from Buffalo, New York. And it's not that it's the best pizza in the world, it's that they do the burnt and cut pepperoni with, like, the fluffy, crispy pan crust. And Buffalo-style um, pizza is a real thing. I miss it. It would be relatively cheap to cater to my constituents. So I'd have to say free Pizza Friday from Lenovo and Buffalo.
1: I love it. Hey, Quesky. Yeah. Speaking of burnt ends, how amazing is the burnt ends and the barbecue at pappy's smokehouse oh in st louis we need
2: to you need to have me back on for another podcast if we're going to get into this podcast. yeah we'll we'll do it oh.
0: we'll do restaurants part two because we clearly haven't even scratched the surface but uh <laughs> last rapid so fire good. question for you what is the best podcast in the league best in the league
1: thank you you got the that, was, the, that <laughs> oh! was
0: yeah you got them all right you went uh what seven for seven or eight for eight or six for six whatever i said but hey that's a great great answer uh Chris so uh thank you so much for coming on man. Uh, this was a unbelievable conversation and uh, I learned a lot today. And that's one of my favorite things about the podcast is how much uh we learn from each other. Um everyone doing the same role or similar roles and experiencing different foods and restaurants and um it was really cool to hear your insight and i uh, appreciate you sharing your recipe with us no problem
2: your, your Happy... quesky queso which we are posting <laughs> perfect have me back anytime guys it's a lot of fun i could talk food for days so
1: yeah it's always great to catch up with you but please don't forget to pick me up from the airport on thursday <laughs> friday, and friday. i can't wait to go to... no not on friday <laughs> and i can't wait to go to the sex in the city bar with you
0: again
2: <laughs> it'll be fun
1: o'neill's oh wait uh oh, one O'Neals. last thing one last
0: thing uh do you have any shout outs that you like to to give out that's one thing we'd like to do on this show
2: shout out to my lovely wife and my dog who have listened to this entire taping of the podcast very respectfully and uh i love them oh both. tell them tell them i said hi they say hi babe <laughs> she waved <laughs> what up lauren come on in <laughs>
0: chris thanks so much for coming on and uh we'll have you on soon bud all See right yeah thanks guys bye Inside action around the NHL, Penzi and Tom have you covered on Best in the League. Best hotel rooms, we got you covered. Mustaches, yeah, we know. Penzi and Tom know what's best on Best in the League. And just in case you needed to hear it one more time, you're listening to Penzi and Tom on Best in the League. Holy smokes, Tom. What intel, what information. Unbelievable. Dude, it was
1: good information. That's all that matters. And and you know I'm what? Hungry was, now. <laughs> you're hungry now. And it was information with good storytelling and it was wrapped in love.
0: It it was wrapped in love. Yeah. I mean I'm really glad uh you know, uh, shout out uh to his wife and Lauren. And, shout out to Lauren yep, and dog to, Barney. Yep, shout out to Lauren and what is it, Bernie? Barney. Barney. <laughs> oh, I love that. Short uh, for shout Barnard. Out to <laughs> Uh short shout out to uh uh Lauren and the uh Nard Dog and uh <laughs> <laughs> you like that I love and, it and uh you know I, I really appreciate uh you know Chris coming on and I, and I know you do like you said you guys are like brothers um so it's it's pretty cool uh that uh the sport of hockey um on all levels uh brings people together um like like so but um just kind of wrapping up we had a ton of places I mean, Vancouver. You pretty much can't go wrong. You could just walk outside and you're you're at a good restaurant. So Vancouver you got some great spots. Um, you know, you have Burns in Florida or in Tampa, excuse me. That's his uh, really, really good spot. Oh yeah. Like that steakhouse. I I like I know every trip, like there's guys on the team getting reservations there because it is off the charts.
1: Hey, we got we we did get Chris's famous queso recipe which we're going to put out in written form to uh, our lovely listeners, I'm sure.
0: Chris's uh queso recipe. It's our mission to make it go as viral as possible. It is so and good. And we might even we might have to put like a like a rewards program thing together so that way uh we'll do like tag five (laughs) people on this recipe and a lucky winner could have Chris Westcott prepared for you in your living room
1: (laughs) 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 while you're watching
0: the game on Sunday or
1: whatever (laughs) Yeah, you can pay for him to come to your home and make you queso (laughs)
0: some sicko out there probably wants that oh yeah guaranteed. i'd probably i know you do (laughs) (laughs) like
1: yeah it's gonna be tom
0: just submitting entry after entry (laughs) yep
1: (laughs) i want westcott back (laughs) bring it back
0: uh or you could just learn how to cook no never Uh, i know you just go over to eva's also eva thanks so much for eavesdropping on the show as usual
1: I like listening to you guys, and you take care of my son Tommy, and I got to hear from Westcott again, and I like him and Lauren and the dog Barney. Thank you, Mike and Penzi and everything.
0: Of course, Eva. Did did uh? Do you have any queso recipes, or have you ever made queso before?
1: No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mom, get out of here. Okay, bye, all right, I love see.
0: You. Bye, Eva. Bye. 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 Bye, Penzi. Bye, Penzi. Bye. Benzie. All, right, bye. <laughs> uh, all right, Tom. Well, uh, I think that about wraps it up. You got anything else to add? Shout-outs or anything?
1: Uh, Shout-out to everybody tuning in. This seems to be going well, this, this Best in League podcast, and uh, it's great to be doing it. Nice breath of fresh air from the Hardcore Hockey Talk, so just a big shout-out to whoever's listening i know it yeah, sounds cheesy but uh quite honestly yeah. i appreciate it very much
0: no i mean it's 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 crazy man like you know i'll run through the analytics and like just kind of see you know if anybody's listening or where they're listening from and just new places every day and uh a lot of it has to do with um our tremendous guests that we've had uh from all over uh all over the continent basically kind yeah, of we've from got more of,
1: planned too
0: yeah oh my gosh we have so much more coming and it's uh We're just breaking ground, so uh, everyone who's helped pave the way from uh, Taylor to Carly to Chris, uh, thank you so much. Uh, We really appreciate the love, and um, we're excited where this is going. And, uh, Tom, just keep being a great co-host. You're doing a great job, man.
1: Thank you. Um, Let's put that on my resume. Thank you very much.
0: Great co-host. Well, I mean, you're allowed to add Best in the League to your resume. You can say self-starter. You can put put that self-starter. Good at talking about food. (laughs) Yes. Do I have the blessing? (laughs) You have my blessing, Tom. Oh, thank God. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Tom, thanks again so much for joining me, and we'll see everybody next time on Best in the League.